Welcome to the No Rain, No Rainbows podcast. This is a show about pushing through obstacles and hard times in order to live a happy and fulfilled life. I'm your host, Ted Fayton, and it's a pleasure to have you joining us. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's grow. Welcome to another episode of the No Rain, No Rainbows podcast. We're doing things a little differently today. Typically, we have a pre-recorded show that airs and um, we talk about a specific topic, but I felt like with the coronavirus, COVID-19 outbreak that's been going on impacting so many people's lives, and we talk about No Rain, No Rainbows, today was the perfect time to kind of call an audible and do something a little different. I'm doing a live broadcast on YouTube for this podcast episode. I'm also uh, linking this live broadcast to the Patreon page, which if you're not a member, I encourage you to hit the show notes, hit that link in the show notes, and head over to the Patreon page and subscribe for as little as $1 a month to show your support for the podcast, which Andre and myself are so thankful for as we work on building this podcast for you. But um, today, I just wanted to talk about the coronavirus, the COVID-19 outbreak, where we are now, where we are moving forward, what my thoughts are on it, because I think a lot of people have been talking about this, getting ready for it. And um, as I put in the show notes, I I have to be honest, I don't know exactly what's going on. What I know are the facts, and all I can do is tell you the facts from what I've seen and what I've found in my research, and um, in terms of what that means and what it means to you, I can't interpret the facts for you. Of course, that's that's your job. I do know as of recording this podcast, there are 214,010 uh, cases worldwide, and there have been 8,727 deaths from the coronavirus COVID-19 strain. And in uh, doing the math, that's about a 4% mortality rate. Um, this is all per the CDC website. Now, to put this into context with influenza, a lot of people have been comparing COVID-19 to the flu. And um, just for context, the flu, influenza is actually the eighth leading killer um, of people in the United States. And that's per the CDC website again. So of top 10 um, causes of death in the United States, Influenza, the flu, uh, tops the list or it's in the top top 10 at number eight. But of course, uh, the mortality rate of influenza is 0.01%. It's less than 1%. And this is all, again, per the CDC website. You can get all this information yourself. Um, but about 35.5 million cases were reported last year with over 34,000 deaths. And again, again, that's a little bit less than a... 1%, or it's definitely less than 1%, it's 0% um, mortality rate. This is all per cdc.gov. And um, if you're talking about influenza having less than a 1% mortality rate, while COVID-19 coronavirus has uh, currently, per the numbers we know, a 4% mortality rate, you could see why there is cause for concern there. But um, we also should mention that not all the cases of COVID-19 have been tested. So this number, this 4% is likely a lot lower than that. So um, whether to panic, whether to be worried about this outbreak, um, I, I would leave that to you based on the numbers that you've just heard. But at the end of the day, I think what we can all agree on is the reaction and the situation that we're in is more real than whether or not COVID-19 is a threat to you and your family. Uh, we do know that the elderly are 
are at high risk of this. Um, personally, I, I worry about my parents, both my mom and my dad. They're in their 70s. They live in New York. They're quor- they're not quarantined per se, but they're self-quarantined. They're just staying inside for the next couple of weeks, not having contact with public, with the public, which is advised. And I am all for that, especially as I worry about my parents. For myself, I'm not as worried about myself as I am for them. Now, what we've seen is the panic from this. We've seen the closures, curfews set, schools closing their their doors to to students, not shutting them out, but having the students study and work and continue their their classes from home. We've seen colleges do this as well. Restaurants have closed, bars have closed. We've had state of emergencies put into place and governors issuing mandates on bars closing their dining areas. Still, many restaurants and bars and and catering services are doing food delivery and meal prep, which if you want to support your local economy in a time like this, it's important to do that, especially with today being um, a takeout Wednesday. So support your favorite favorite restaurants and things like that, but also movie theaters shutting down. And we've seen more and more of of these efforts done in terms of an emergency, emergency stimulus package being discussed in Congress as the government tries to provide some type of relief for folks who will be out of work for up to two weeks, if not more, and the kind of economic impact that this might have. Many folks already seeing that in the turbulent market that we've had. So needless to say, regardless of what your feelings are on COVID-19 coronavirus, if you think the reactions are overblown, or if you think that this is a huge imminent threat that needs to be taken seriously, no matter where you fall on that, what we can all agree on is the situation that we're in currently. It's it's what you would call a storm. We're, we here at No Rain, No Rainbows love doing that pun, um, but we are in a storm currently. And what we've seen from this is we've seen the people hoarding the toilet paper bottled water, hand sanitizer, things like that. And we do know um, you want to be vigilant around this time, especially the elderly, as scammers try to take advantage of this opportunity to to make a buck off of the, the chaos that's surrounding us. What I also see here is amongst the uncertainty with business, we've seen many folks step up really not knowing what's to come. We've seen restaurants as in, in local Greenville, South Carolina, such as Tropical Grill, opening up their doors to offer free kids meals to the kids who are no longer in schools where they may rely on those school lunches for food. We've seen a lot of food delivery services, much as well as the school districts taking care of the students and wanting to make sure that the food is provided free of charge. We've seen a lot of companies kind of come together and rally on this. We've also seen the public give out that cry for the local restaurants and bars that are suffering in this time to have takeout or your meal prep orders through the restaurants so you can continue to support them. We've seen videos out of Italy of people standing on the balconies singing and enjoying and sharing the camaraderie as we sit down in a time of much needed quiet in the busy lives that we live. We've also seen musicians going to Instagram and and other social media platforms to perform free concerts just to enjoy themselves and also give back to the fans as many sit in their homes for an extended quarantine, extended period of time. What I'm seeing from here is two sides of the same coin. 
The situation is what it is, but our reaction to it and how we rise above it is really what's going to define us here moving forward, not just as individuals, not just as a state, not just as communities and counties, but also as a country, also as a global population. How we emerge on the other side of this is really what can ultimately define us. And um, it's one of those moments where I think a lot of people are going to remember where they were when the coronavirus, COVID-19, first hit and when it first had an impact on them. It's something that a lot of us will remember for quite some time. And you might even get the question 10, 20, maybe 30 years from now, hey, where were you when this happened? Because I, I can assure you the reaction, how we grow from this, how we adjust from this, and how we how we emerge from this will be discussed and dissect in history books and will be either used as an example or a cautionary tale. And I think what's amazing is if we can kind of pause, acknowledge that, and and self-reflect and realize how we will rise up and emerge from this is going to make all the difference. We are now in a position where we can, in fact, write history. And uh, I do want to quote uh, a book I just finished reading, which is applicable to the situation many of us are in as we have uncertainty with our jobs, uncertainty with our next paycheck, uncertainty for our businesses, not sure when our next business uh transaction can happen. We've had a lot of cancellations. The Modern Man event, um, I'm currently working on the rescheduling and, and the logistics around that because we all have to adjust for what's going on. But in the book, The Obstacle is the Way, Ryan Halliday, Holiday has a quote. It says, in every situation, life is asking us a question and our, and our actions are the answer. So I leave this podcast with you as it sits at just about 10 minutes long with a question. How are you going to emerge from the COVID-19 coronavirus outbreak? How are you going to emerge from quarantine? We've seen the the memes and the pictures on Instagram and Facebook of, oh, all, all of us are going to emerge out of quarantine like this, like this. That's fun and that's enjoyable. But the question still lies, how are we going to emerge from this um, as individuals, as as a state, as counties, as communities, and um, as a country, and as, as a global population? I think right now is the time where we can really be conscious of how we write the next few pages of our lives and how it will be remembered in history because the rain, well, it's arrived for many of us and it's it's starting to downpour and we're not sure how long this storm is going to last. But I can assure you that there are rainbows on the other side of this. I want to encourage you to check on your loved ones, check on your friends, wash your hands <laughs> for 20 seconds frequently, use hand sanitizer, be safe, be healthy, but most of all, care for each other and Write the pages that you would be happy to read five years from now, 10 years from now, and 20 years from now as you enjoy your rainbows. Because as we always say at the end of the podcast, everybody wants the sunshine, but they don't want the rain, but you can't get the pleasure without a little pain. Let's grow. The No Rain, No Rainbows podcast is recorded at Camaraderie, a collective workspace in Greenville, South Carolina, right off the Swamp Rabbit Trail. If you're looking for a place to grow your business, network with other professionals, and establish your own workspace, Camaraderie is the place to do so. Get access to high-speed internet, private showers and towel service, free methodical coffee, and free beer on tap. 
For more details, be sure to head over to camaraderiecowork.com or hit the link in the show notes and find out how you can lock in your space with rates starting at just $99 a month. Be sure to tell them that Ted sent you and try it out for free. You never know, you just might find a new home at Camaraderie. Let's grow.